I'm Kevin Jones. And I'm Chris Moore. And we started the homos on Haunted Hill so that we can throw a party. A horror film party. <laughs> It'll be quite amusing. There'll be madmen and chainsaws and ghosts and perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. Well, child, I believe you broke my legs. <laughs> so good. My favorite line of the movie. <laughs> I like when she's just on the floor and she's like, you whore. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's like, let me get my chalk out so you don't leave. <laughs> so good. She had Rollins, man. Just committed to this Whoa. crazy character psycho bitty movie it's really all <laughs> it's, about her. that's what it is i love it i i i love that it's they're just like basically reusing the location from like hush hush sweet, sweet charlotte. Yeah. charlotte yeah and trying to make this like crazy psycho bitty reboot i don't know i yeah. guess it didn't really kick off a lot of imitators unfortunately but it's it i mean have. yeah i i think they sold it as sort of part of that girls with ghosts oh yeah thing that had already this was kind of the tail end of that already um yeah and it's kind of that but then with the twist it becomes something very different so it's i think that's why i like it so much is that you know it's it's one of the, the i think it's one of one of the better girls with ghosts plus it has the sort of grand dame guignol kind of thing which it's, which i love so it's got a good vibe yeah i mean i love the the setting and um everything else there's there's some scenes near the middle where i feel like she's just kind of looking through house and not really the plot is not yeah, really moving along I, much i kind of forgot that like she's really sort of the nosiest person i've ever seen in my life yeah I mean, you don't need to yeah. look in that creepy hidden room and I mean, the, like, the why, skeleton why key, would you do that? i mean i guess it's kind of a clever title because the skeleton key does not really all that important like it's just a normal key basically that opens things in the yeah. house but uh given the title you think it was some like supernatural uh item that was key to the plot and other than the fact that it unlocks doors like that's the only thing the key really yeah. does um i mean it's uh i i did read that in the original draft the the last act it a actually opened the gateway to narnia and it was gonna be a oh. crossover event mm. but they yeah, were like little, too much little, little much little much pull, pull, pull it back here <laughs> mm. Mm. gina Rollins is the white witch <laughs> i would Wait. watch that yeah like child do you want some turkish delight They're like yes gina i do i'll take a whole box thank you <laughs> edmund get your ass over here <laughs> yeah. i can't i can't like why are they british now what's happening this yeah. is strange I thought we were in the South. <laughs> Disney said, no, we won't do that. We will not share this with you. Yeah. <laughs> was that around the same time? I don't even know. Uh, yeah, I think it was the same year even. If I thought, if I oh, really? Yeah. That was just a crazy guess. I didn't even yeah. know. <laughs> crazy times. This was like right before K Katrina. I think this might be the last. I, it um, came out. Um, was it was like a few weeks after. before, right? Yeah, before, like two weeks before yeah. Katrina, which is nuts. Yeah. Yeah, because this is probably the last like glimpse of New Orleans before all that shit went down. And I remember seeing this twice in the th theater once because it was new and it looked cool. And then a few weeks later was because it was like one of the only things playing during Katrina because like the electricity was out everywhere except the movie theater. And we we're like, let's go in and get some air conditioning. 
And so we went to go see this again. <laughs> so we went to go see this. Well, that yeah. <laughs> that, the Venom movie also came out the same year. Oh, and that was, yeah. I don't think it was in New Orleans, but it was in Louisiana. It was around there. Yeah. 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 Maybe it was in New Orleans. I, I don't remember. But uh, yeah. It was adjacent. Yeah. So there was a swampy Southern Gothic type vibe in the air, apparently. Yeah, uh, I guess that's our theme for the month too. Like, yeah, that's what we're going swampy for. Swampy Southern scares. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If we still had month names, I guess that would be. <laughs> yeah, we didn't really plan it. It's just like let's do stuff in swamps. It feels swampy. Swampy yeah, yeah. September. Uh, we got the gift. We got the skeleton key. I'm sure we could yeah. find something else if we want to. We'll see. We can. We might. Or we maybe might. we won't. Maybe we 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 will withhold our swampiness mm-hmm. for another time. Yeah, maybe we'll come <laughs> come back come back to it. <laughs> Swamp ass. <laughs> I hate that term. It's so gross. It just it conjures it's up so disgusting. much. I'm like, ooh. Swamp ass. That sounds terrible. I bet Peter Sarsgaard had some real swamp ass in this movie. Especially after he was pursuing Kate Hudson in the rain over here. Oh my god, the rain and the humidity. I can't imagine. Yeah. Everyone's case of swamp, swamp, swamp ass on this movie. Yeah, everyone they shot gets it. swamp ass. It's in Louisiana. This is not one of those like shot oh, yeah. California movies that we're saying is Louisiana. Oh, God, no, <laughs> no, it's it's you you can tell it's 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 pretty authentic. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm, if y'all have never been there, um, just know that it's never cold there. It's always a thousand de- degrees with a lot of humidity. So. Mm-hmm. And the closer you are to a swamp, the worse it is. So you're just basically screwed if you go there. <laughs> it's horrible. That's why just, everyone's uh, crazy. And then you got to pull uh, Kate Hudson here and uh, grab a little boat and just start oaring your way through all the water. And <laughs> That boat sure was convenient. Thank it's God that was there. Lord. Convenience. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we'll get to it's it. But screwed. just the fact, just when she walks in on Peter Sarsgaard, he's just like listening to that song. It's like, does he just, does he just sit there listening to the song all day, fucking long? <laughs> it's just like he just happens to be listening. He really loves it. He's like, I guess oh, my so. favorite song. I guess so. <laughs> it's, it's fun. Yeah, it's a, it's a good time. I, I have no idea what the lyrics act actually are, but yeah, it's that, catchy. That sounds about right. Yeah, Dale. <laughs> Catherine O'Hara shows up. It's mm-hmm. a very awkward dinner scene. Mm-hmm. Everybody's and possessed, and uh, they all go home happy. That would have been fun. Beetlejuice meets the skeleton key. Mm-hmm. It's not too late. Oh no, it's it's never too late. Come on, folks. <laughs> I think we need a separate podcast that's just like missed opportunities, and we just talk about like <laughs> you should have done this and this and this and this and this. And... <laughs> I guess that's basically just this podcast, but we just become like ghost writers for everything. We're just <laughs> yeah. like, um, well, we would have added this piece of dialogue here and this character would have been combined with this one because this character made no sense. And yeah. like, it would just be a whole thing. <laughs> I'd be fine with that. I, I think that's what the world really needs now is another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we could at least do like a month of it, like a trial yeah. run where sure. we're just like, sure. these are the films. We think they suck, but they could have worked so much better if, <laughs> if we just did, did this. this. <laughs> that if might you be a made fun it, theme. <laughs> if you made this character gay, basically, yeah. every other movie would have been better. <laughs> the Godfather should have been gay. Should have been gay. <laughs> Gotta yeah. get a gay, Mickey. Go. Gotta get a gay. <laughs> Fixed it. You would have mm-hmm. gotten one more Oscar. Mm-hmm. 
Did you know that there is a sequel to this movie, but it's not actually a sequel? It's just called Skeleton Key 2, but it has nothing to do with this movie. <laughs> I know there's another movie just called The Skeleton Key. I didn't know there was no, a this semi-sequel called, to this movie. It's just called Skeleton <laughs> Key 2, but it's it it's not related. They just Interesting. named a random movie Skele, Skele, Skeleton Key 2, so I guess it would sell. I don't understand it. I haven't seen it, but the des- description does not sound like a sequel to this. Yeah, I guess let us know, folks. Yeah. Has anyone something... else seen Skeleton Key 2? Anybody? Is it no something one? we would watch and then uh, stitch our eyes shut like the little booty dolls in the movie? Or is it something that oh, yeah. uh, maybe we'd like a little bit? Probably not, but I who love knows? that weird like dream scene where she gets her eyes all sewn shut. I'm like, what is what purpose does that have? Um, I think that it's filler. as purposeful as the dream sequence in Pet Cemetery 2 where we get some like bestiality. Well, Kevin, now... <laughs> Let's not compare here. That was very important to that to that film's plot and mood. And Apples and oranges here. All around amazingness. <laughs> God. Oh. Apples I still have dreams about that dream scene, actually. Wow. Oh, okay. Okay. It it, it 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 has implanted itself in my brain. It will never leave now. I don't know, you know how it left before. You know who was randomly in my dream last night? I who I, mm. I don't think about this person at all. And yet Harry Styles just popped up in my dream last night. <laughs> this is a real thing. He's folks. everywhere. I, I guess this is how they made him popular. They just, you know, he just... <laughs> He's just been these, implanted like, in, yeah. in our brains. Your phone is actually a little receptor for Harry Styles, and, like, when you sleep at night, it's just, like, <laughs> the signal goes into your brain, <laughs> and you get these subliminal Harry Styles, okay? I'm sensing a spinoff with, like, Halloween 3, mm. where, yeah. like, he's just, you know... That's what it's I like would... a, It's like a... Consp- it's a conspiracy yeah. he's actually a robot which explains his wooden acting i hear he's terrible at acting i have not yeah, seen I've uh, heard it's horrible. either of these two movies yet that are coming out but uh i hear he's not well, good <laughs> they released a clip from um please worry darling as i like mm-hmm. to call it um where <laughs> he's i think he's supposed to be doing an american accent mm-hmm. but he's he's not <laughs> Like, he's not even trying. Like, he's not even doing that thing where, like, British actors who are trying to do the American accent will do, where they'll be like, I can't believe you'd even tell me that. You're so crazy, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. he's 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 just be, being like, oh, I can't believe this. This is crazy. Why the hell would you bring me here? You're crazy. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Are you even attempting it? <laughs> so I'm hoping there's, like, some sort of explanation here. He sounds like fucking Eliza Doolittle in this movie. He's, somebody told him, all you have to do is really hit those R's really hard. Yeah. I'm an American. Yeah. I'm really American. <laughs> I, I promise. <laughs> Believe me. Don't I sound like it? Don't I sound just like your father? <laughs> Remember me? God, you sound like the guy from uh, uh, Men in Black that with the, gets like the skin and over the giant cockroach guy. Oh, I need some water. <laughs> I really love water. It's my favorite. It's like it always sounds so stilted. What's going on with this? Yeah, it's one of those movies that uh, there's there's more drama behind the scenes than and make, I, I, part of me thinks it's intentional yeah. because now everybody wants to see it. It's got to be so much fucking drama behind this. So yeah. Yeah, either it's going to be a huge hit because of the drama or no one's going to go see it and it's going to flop mm-hmm. horribly. Like, it's going to oh, yeah. be either or. There's there's going to be no, like, well, it made back its money. It's going to be, like, you it's know, like, either or. I feel like it'll do pretty good just because, like, 
everybody's seeing everything these days. It feels like the movies have it's rebounded true. in a pretty big way, and uh, we'll mm-hmm. see how long it lasts. But uh, yeah. if fucking Top Gun can make millions of billions of dollars, we'll see. Well, I mean, at least with horror, I can say that it probably helps that just about every horror film I've seen this year has been at least pretty decent. Like, I yeah, haven't seen anything that I was like, ugh, I never want to see that yeah. again. You saw Pearl, right? I sure did. Yeah. I saw it. I loved every Good. second of it. Good. Oh, it's fantastic. It's just so ridiculous. Like, from from the first shot of the movie, the the music just starts sweeping in. It's like this big orchestral, like, la, la, la. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm home. I am home. <laughs> it is the most melodramatic shit I've ever seen in, in my life. Great. It is just oh my and the performances mia goth just give her an, an oscar there's a scene at the end of the movie no spoilers but it's just like a five minute take of her doing this monologue no cutaways at, at all and i was like what more do oscar voters need this is a oscar clip if i've ever seen one give her all the awards she's great it's like shelly duvall meets like sissy spacek and carrie meets like angela Bettis in May, like it's that kind of a performance, mm-hmm. and it's just oh, it's so good, so good. good. Everybody go see it. Support this movie. It's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll, I'll get to it. It's one of the, the few that I feel like I actually do want to see in theaters recently. So oh, that's it's great. That's good. I think you'll like it. It's really fun. It's good. And you saw Barbarian too, right? I did, which is fucking crazy. That's that's what fucking I've heard. That's what nuts. Everybody's been saying, yeah. It's uh, it's not scary, but it's just like it's so it's I mean, I would compare it to like malignant in the sense that it's just so ridiculous at some point that you're like, what the hell is happening? Like, it's just you don't know where it's going to go next. I wonder that it goes or after wild. malignant, like, are we just going to get a string of like movies that are just like fucking crazy like that? Because malignant was such this a like, one's pretty crazy. <laughs> big, it was polarizing, but it was a big hit. Yeah. The, the yeah. Anyway, but yeah. I, that's kind of what I'm seeing with this movie. Either people think it's like just absolutely insane in, in the best way, or they're like, this was stupid. I thought it was going to be scary. I'm like, can you really be scared by a movie after the age of like 12? I mean, come yeah, on. Really. Let's yeah, really. It's, it's been a while for me, so I don't know. But it was fun. It's good. Good. Yeah, it's, it's really hard to like put a, a thumb on like where horror is right now because it's still like yeah i think once halloween ends is done like we're kind of done with that phase we'll say maybe maybe we'll get i mean the exorcist is still coming but like you know uh, it seems like oh, maybe those are <laughs> all those reboot sequel things will start to calm down a little bit but we'll see maybe um, it's it, it horror has been in like a really weirdly diverse place this year we've had all kinds mm-hmm. of different like Subgenres and all kinds of stuff, which is exciting. I th- I think that's it, great. yeah. This is true. This is true. And uh, I, compared to last year, which I thought was actually not particularly strong at all, like there was that's yeah, a whole lot yeah. that I saw that really blew my mind. And this has definitely been an improvement on that. We've had absolutely. Uh, we've had like some more psychological stuff, like Watcher and mm-hmm. uh, Nope was kind of a monster movie, and then mm-hmm. um, the X is kind of more the throwback to the. 70s exploitation style stuff and yeah it's it's, yeah. it's interesting yeah and it's really great yeah i mean yeah. even within the same franchise you know x meets pearl they're both two very different kinds of horror films and that's yeah. what's so exciting is that it's like a prequel so it should yeah. be related but it's like a different style completely which i think is great cool. yeah it's it's just really cool i mean at this point I'm actually expecting Halloween ends to to be good, like surprisingly good, like just I'm to not. put a cap on the end end of the year. Wouldn't that be a kick in the nuts? Like surprise, uh, we we made a good one. 
I mean, the I'm problem, not holding my breath. I just hate but. this version of Laurie. So it's like, even if the movie is good, I'm still going to hate this version of the character, which means but, I'm not going to like the movies. <laughs> okay, here's why I'm a little optimistic. It's because I've seen some behind-the-scenes stuff, and Laurie is, like, kind of more cheerful and peppy. She's carving pumpkins. But that and doesn't like make any talking about real sense stuff. at this point. Because know, she spent I'm like, 40 years being this, <laughs> this Trump-loving, gun-toting. Maybe. Maybe the first two were just a dream, and she wakes <laughs> up. You are She's way like, too what? optimistic about these movies. Every time, Chris, you're like, it's going to be, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Just let me tell you, this, it's going to be good. <laughs> Uh, oh halloween we'll is abusive to me and we'll i still see. come back for more every time but i i don't know i just get a weird feeling like maybe they might get their shit together i don't know they won't go this route but i hope that when this is done they they go back and do some like weird supernatural shit like that's the the halloween entries that for, for whatever reason i feel drawn to the most like weird shit like curse of michael myers and halloween three mm-hmm. and you know um they won't do that but maybe who knows yeah, I just I'd like to see them take some big swings because I mean, let's be honest, has Halloween been scary since 1978? Not so much. I mean, no. really. Where's the malignant version of Halloween? <laughs> Michael has a twin that's been growing inside of him. Yes. <laughs> There's two of them. <laughs> and it turns out it's it's Laurie Strode. <laughs> oh goodness, goodness. Um, well, I watched. Um, an early viewing of well I don't know, do I want to talk about this movie it's it's not good folks I'm oh, sorry no. like the monsters oh, uh, it's not good oh Uh-oh. it's it's like at all I'm sorry like it's it like the trailer it, I remember we, we watched the trailer and we're like oh maybe that's just like you know them doing something to play like I don't know some little advertisement thing that they're doing with it but nope that's the entire movie right. it's just like oh, these no. characters just kind of bumbling around the whole time I guess they're going for the sitcom feel, but it doesn't really feel that way. Or it feels like they're trying too hard to mim- mimic that. And none, nothing is funny. Like, people are, are oh. ostensibly, like, making jokes. It's not funny. Uh, characters are, like, sort of talking at each other rather than to each other the whole time. It's uh, it's really weird movie. Um, it's uh, sort of monotonous, and uh, the scenes just all kind of blur together. The last, like, ten minutes is, like, weirdly the best part of the movie. Uh, but you got to get oh. through a lot of shit to get there. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um I hope is maybe that when they some... start the skull fucking. Or... <laughs> That's <laughs> when they start the skull fucking. <laughs> it was not a Rob Zombie movie up until that point. <laughs> and God, Sherry is just so weird in this movie too. Like, I, it, she's just off on her own little planet, which I guess is like most of the movie she's in. But it's just, uh, I don't. <laughs> God love her. I mean, it's... I, it's it's strange. I I think her best performance was actually in the remake of Halloween, not Halloween two, but like the first one. I kind of liked her in that. She was kind of yeah. sweet in that. I don't know. I hate all this, all the background information, but I think she's pretty good. Yeah. In it. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, she's, I mean, she's okay. in uh, uh, Lord of Salem. Too. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm mean, just do that much. Really. I guess it's, it's mainly about the, the yeah. older witches in that movie. <laughs> yeah. She's kind of a passive char- character in that. She's like, let me just yeah. get really high. So I don't feel bad yeah. that I'm about to be, used to bring yeah. the devil into the world you know it's like and now that she's like an anti-vaxxer i'm like i don't have a whole lot of yeah respect for her anymore so what do you do it's a bit of a bummer that is always such a bummer when someone comes out as an anti-vaxxer i'm just like really mm-hmm. in this day and age yeah why in this economy <laughs> yeah we can't afford that <laughs> we can't afford more sickness yeah come yeah. on 
But I don't know. Maybe some people will like the movie more than that. I just, I, I, and I'm not a person who's super anti Rob Zombie, and neither of us are. You know, we, we, no. we we've covered some of his movies, and we like some yeah. of his movies. So uh, I didn't go into this being like, oh, Rob Zombie's terrible, so I'm this movie's automatically terrible. Yada yada yada. Like I went in with a fairly yeah. open mind, and I was just not into it at all. Oh um, man, um, that's a shame. It's brightly colored, and that's kept my attention a little bit. And uh, I know a lot of people were like, oh, it was, it was in black and white. It'd be a so much better movie. And I'm like, mm, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, yeah, because no. that doesn't really do much. Uh, I think I do. Um, I still wish that's Brian sad. Fuller's Mockingbird Lane series would have taken off. But it's uh, been a decade, so I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> oh, I watched that Do Revenge movie. It's okay. Oh, right. Sarah it's Michelle right. Geller. Yeah, Sarah Michelle Geller's there. She's there for like five minutes, but... <laughs> whatever oh damn it um, to hell <laughs> i was excited <laughs> it's another one that's like two hours long for no fucking reason why is every movie longer than it needs to be like a teen comedy does not need to be more than like 90 minutes like i, I went back and looked at like the runtime of like all my favorite teen comedies and they're all like 90 minutes even the breakfast club is like 90 minutes and that's not even like a full comedy it's like drama so i don't yeah, know. i think he- heathers is a little over like 100 minutes but that has a lot more ground to cover you know so i don't mind it yeah it's it, it, the humor feels kind of forced at times like they're trying to write in that quippy 90s style and there's all these references to all the all these 90s teen movie moments and everything which is fun but it, it gets to be that kind of stranger things thing where it's like you forget to have substance and instead you're just going to reference this and reference this and yada 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 uh, yeah. um but it's not it's not a bad movie like i i had enough fun with it but i it's not one that i'm going to be revisiting too much um even the soundtrack is just like 90s songs 90s songs which is again fun but why there's no reason like this this age group has no attachment to to these songs i don't so it's it's like it's like a teen movie made for like people that were alive in the 90s (laughs) yeah i guess so it doesn't really we're now in their 30s and 40s (laughs) yeah i don't really get it it's it's like if i wanted to see that style i would just go watch those movies like there's a lot of cruel intentions kind of elements um Mm. but it doesn't commit to being like a dark comedy or like a, a melodrama, sexy melodrama, like Cruel Intentions is. It's, I don't know. Mm. That's why it's, it's hard for me to, I, I just went in with certain expectations and it's always hard with that. And that's, a, they need to stop selling these movies as dark comedies if they're not like real dark comedies, you know? Yeah. Look at us watching things. Hey, what's happening to us? <laughs> You've been on top of the new stuff a lot this year. I, way more than last year but like you said i mean last year was kind of eh, it's like did there i really want to watch most of the new stuff there wasn't a whole lot to write home write home about last year i'm trying to think where my no uh, what did you see the night house yet? last year i haven't i know it's on hbo max it's good and it's probably the best I thing i watched in, last year I, I walked in like when jamie was watching like half of it and so i saw like about 20 minutes worth and i was like i probably oh, okay. need to start this from the beginning because i'm very yeah, confused yeah, <laughs> yeah it was good it was probably the best thing i watched last year it did the immediately after i watched it i was like it, it had to take a little it took a while in my brain to kind of form like how much i actually liked it but then i was like ah, i think i really oh. love that movie actually one of those you know those are the best kind though where like yeah. you watch you watch it and you're like hmm that was something did mm-hmm. i like it did i hate it what happened i don't think i hated it but yeah did i really love it and then like the next time you, you watch it you're like ah no i love this I love it. Yeah. Um, Rebecca Hall, it's her, it's her movie. It's uh, it's like one of these go- girls with ghost, ghost movies. It's like it's all about the performances and 
yeah. stuff. So it's fun times, fun times. I do feel very bad for her, though, because I think she's trying to tell us something with her career choi- choices because she's mm-hmm. always playing like the most depressed people. I'm like, girl, <laughs> I think you need to go to therapy. <laughs> I feel I feel really bad for her. Amy Adams, too. The past 10 fucking years, she's been doing some yeah. dire shit. Like she she's has. always like s- drunk or suicidal or agoraphobic. And I'm like, girl, what happened to Enchanted? What happened to Drop Dead Gorgeous? Do something part, happy. Part of the problem is they just don't make those kind of movies anymore. I, I, I guess as much. not. No. And it's, it's really fucking sad. It's the, since the pandemic, it's like everything is so fucking sad. And we don't have comedy movies yeah. in theaters anymore. And it's just, it's, it's I got to go to Netflix to watch a comedy movie. It's, it's. <laughs> Netflix, the king of comedy. <laughs> like it wasn't that long ago that you would have like comedies like every week in theater. There would be a new comedy mm. or like five even. And it's like, I know. Now there's, now there's maybe like, a Nancy Myers ish type thing every once in a while, like maybe once a year or something, you know, I don't know. Yeah. It's like now that horror is in a good place, if we can keep it just like that and then bring back comedy, Comedy maybe throw in a few musicals every now and then, whatever happened to musicals, you know, let's, 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 let's do some of those too. Yeah. I know they're never a sure bet, but yeah, you know, it's just West side story bombed. So I think that was part of the reason, but I don't know. And that one was actually good. I was like, fuck y'all. It's what I've heard. Yeah. I haven't seen it. So yeah, so annoying but you know what are you gonna do if spielberg can bomb anyone can bomb apparently mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> that's what we learned he's he's got some new movie coming out what is the, the fablemans that's like about his life or something and i'm like mm, okay. i guess so seems a little it might be good i don't know self-interested but uh it could be good we'll see I will watch Steven Spielberg masturbate on film for two hours. It's fine. I'll do it. I'll take one for 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 the team. Jerk it, Steve. Jerk it. <laughs> That's the name of the movie. <laughs> Jerk it, Steve. <laughs> I wish it oh, was. God. What if one of his Snapchats just like released to the public, like some of these other stars? I'm like, Ugh. Weird. <laughs> Steven Spielberg sex fiend. <laughs> but it would be like perfectly shot and like <laughs> just at the right angles. Artsy. Yeah. <laughs> He'd have a cinematographer. Whatever happened to class? <sighs> class. <laughs> oh, Jesus. We should probably talk about this movie. <clears throat> okay, sure. <laughs> why not? Whatever you say, Ken. Yes. <laughs> I guess that's why we're here. I don't know. Uh, briefly here. Uh, who am I? Why am I here? Who am I here? Uh, I wish I was Gina Rollins in this movie. Doesn't She's everybody great. like? <laughs> God damn it, Gloria. Hello. Oh my God, Gloria is so good. Everyone go so watch good. Gloria. It's so mm-hmm. so good. So like we said, the year two thousand five. Um, I don't know what's going on. George W. Bush, oil wars, Hurricane Katrina. Not a great time, Boo. really. Boo. <laughs> yeah, what a <laughs> shitty, shitty time in history. We were Thank both in God we have this. <laughs> yeah. A lot of punk pop on the radio. I don't know. We, <laughs> weird time. Uh, uh, like we've said in the past, you got these two forces that are driving horror. You have the violent, gritty, extreme movies like Saw and Hostel. And then there's the ghosty girl thrillers like uh, The Ring and The Grudge and The Others and What Lies Beneath and Gothica and The Gift and et cetera, et cetera. This was supposed to be shot in 2003, but Kate Hudson was pregnant, so they postponed until spring 2004. Um, I actually wonder if it had really come out. I really wonder for this part. Yeah. 
if this had come out a few years earlier, I wonder if it had made a little bit more money. I don't know. But uh, what else? What else? It was directed by Ian Softley, who was a British director um, with like no other horror credits that I can see. Um, he did K-Pax with Kevin Spacey, who is now canceled. Um, Hackers from the 90s. And uh, that British period drama, The Wings of the Dove. I don't know why he was Jones in to do a horror movie, but here we are. And uh, he wanted to expand his horizons, I guess, right? I don't know. And this is actually a heady psychological thriller. So, it, you know, mm. it's with emotional depth. So that's why. <laughs> that's right. That's <laughs> fucking right. <laughs> also, y'all, if you're, if you're following Chris, you need to go watch the, the video that you posted of, uh, <laughs> what is it, of yourself as like an actor in a horror movie for the first oh, time. Oh, right, so, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. It's, you need to do like a whole series. I don't know what you would do with that, but it's like a whole... <laughs> It's, like, it's, so it's every fucking actor interview with these movies. It cracks me mm -hmm. up. It's more of a psychological thriller, really. It's, it's like, no, it's not. People are getting decapitated. This isn't psychological. <laughs> Shut up, Roy. What are you talking about? You know, it turns me crazy. <laughs> this script was written by, of course, Aaron Kruger. Uh, Aaron. Who is not... Not Freddy Krueger's son that we know of. No. Well, plot twist. <laughs> plot twist. Um, Check back in 2034 when that's revealed. Uh, the big reveal. Yeah. But our listeners will recall that Aaron wrote a big chunk of Scream 3, also parts of Scream 4. We don't know how much because that's always been debated. And uh, The Ring. He wrote The Ring. So uh, one of those movies is a masterpiece. The other, the others are movies. <laughs> And, um, they have moments. <laughs> they have moments. They, that's that's something. Should be noted that he also wrote The Ring 2, which is whatever. <laughs> yada, yada, yada. It was filmed at the Felicity Plantation, located on the Mississippi River um, in St. James Parish, Louisiana. Like we said, this opened on August 12th, 2005. Uh, not so great. Um, grossed $94 million against a $43 million budget. Eh. You know, could have been worse. Um, yeah, not so great, though. Bad. You know, it doubled its budget, at least, so there's that. Um, critics, not so wonderful. 38% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, um, shameful. But, yeah. Ebes gave it two and a half stars. Um, but was his... Was not beautiful enough for him? I, maybe that, what that, it was? Was, that was the problem. <laughs> um, He's like, there's one scene we almost see boob, and then she turns away, and... <sighs> Negative half star. Yeah. I, I, what does he say here? He, say, he says the skeleton key is one of those movies that explains too much while it is explaining too little, whatever that means. Um, it mm. leaves us with a surprise at the end that makes more sense the less we think about it, which, okay. Uh, it's a supernatural thriller, so what are you going to do? And, uh, yeah, really. But he, he does say the movie's mastery of technique makes up, makes up for a lot. Which I would agree with that. I think it's a very well directed movie, and I love the oh, cinematography and the just the setting and wonderful. So the Los Angeles Times praised it. They said Tight, tightly plotted and suspenseful enough to keep you guessing until the satisfying unexpected end. There um, we go. Yada, Put yada, that yada. on the poster and smoke it. Put that on the poster. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. That's a couple critics. Um, I guess what's going on. Well, we got Caroline, who is our Caroline. Pr protagonist here. 
and she is working at a nursing home and one of her um one of her patients dies and you know she's collecting all of his belongings and stuff waiting for his family to come and retrieve it and then a nurse comes out and is like oh they're not gonna come they don't really want to have anything to do with them so she goes outside and is gonna throw them away and she sees all these boxes of all these other people whose parents whose parents what the fuck whose kids never came to collect them and she's like oh this is this is not the job for me this is just horrible you know so nursing homes just sounds so sad sad. they are literally the saddest places on earth disney world happiest place on earth nursing homes saddest place on earth i'm gonna be organizing like weekly horror movie screenings every every week oh my god you have to do something (laughs) You have yeah. to just to keep your mind active and sharp, you know. Exactly. It's so sad. And uh, and on her on her way back into town, she sees this newspaper clipping that 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 is um an ad for an in home hospice worker, and it's a thousand bucks a week, which is great. And um and so she decides I'm gonna go see about this, and so she talks to her friend Jill, who's like that's like almost an hour away. Like, do you really want to do that? And she's like, yeah, I think it. it it would be good for me. And um, so she goes off into this, uh, I think it's called Terrebonne Parish. And it's this sort of swampy area of Louisiana. And um, and she goes to interview. And the woman in charge of the house, Violet, is, uh, is not really taken with her at first. She's like, you're not going to understand the house. You're not from here. You don't, you, you don't get it. And there's this lawyer, Luke, who um, is more around Caroline's age. And he's, he's like, don't pay attention to her. She's just going through this really bad time because the love of her life just had this stroke. And, and you know, she's just taking it out on you and all this stuff like that. Um, but then she does kind of – Violet does sort of warm up to her a bit. And decides that she could handle this. And once she gets there, she starts to notice that, like, like she's unpacking and she sees there's there are no mirrors anywhere. Mm-hmm. And Violet's like, you can have one personal mirror of, of your own, but we just don't have any here. And then she notices that there's these pictures in the house of people that are not Violet and her husband, Ben. And she notices that it's these young kids. And she's like, who are they? And, and she's like, I just like to keep these here to remind everyone of who used to li- live here and pay respects. And we bought, 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 bought this house in 62 for, from these young kids who lived there their whole lives. And as Caroline's inspecting the picture, another one pops out and it's the same kids. But they're with this, um, this couple this these servants and she's like what what are they doing there why are they in this picture what's happening what's the story of the house caroline's very inquisitive which will get her into a lot of trouble yeah and she's got this kind of chip on her shoulder because her dad died and she wasn't there with him Mm -hmm. um so anytime she sees someone in need she feels like she has to save them to to make up for that particularly like an elderly person um again she was not there for her own father so it's true and then one night, she's uh, 
She's sleeping and she hears some noises and she goes up to Ben's room and the windows open and Ben is gone. And she's like, uh, what the hell? And she goes out the window and sees him climbing on the roof trying to escape. And she's like, what the hell? Uh, (laughs) that's not cool. And he like falls off, off the roof and she and Violet have to go outside in the rain and, you know, bring him back in. And as Caroline's going back into his, his room, she sees that he's he's bro- broken this plant and used the the soil to write "help me" on his bedsheet, and she's like, "That's crazy!" So she takes it and hi- hides it in a cupboard. And the next day, when Luke is is at the house, she's like, "I think there's something wrong with Ben. Like he's acting really weird." And she tries to find the sheet, and it's gone. Where did the sheet go? We don't know. Uh-oh. Also, does Peter Sarsgaard always look like he's asleep to you? Like, he can't seem to ever keep his, <laughs> his, his eyes open. <laughs> I didn't notice until he's now, but yeah, guy, I, I, I guess guy. so. He's got them sleepy eyes. Yeah. He's cute, but... <laughs> he's very cute, yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'd really rather just be going to sleep right now, but I, I've got to chase after you, Caroline. Damn it, I need a nap. Um, And... Then also, Violet's told her all about this uh, skeleton key. And yes, the, only they have one. The eponymous. What's that word? Eponymous. Yes, that that word. <laughs> that, that's the word. <laughs> Meaning like what's something that word that, again? It key. refers to the ti- the title eponymous. Eponymous. It's titular. I don't know. Uh, no, it's named after a particular person for. Yeah, it's titular, oh. I guess, because I'm thinking of, um, yeah, eponymous is something that's named after a particular person, which is not a person. So there we go. <laughs> Yo, well, this now is, we know. I'm learning so much today. <laughs> yes. The more you know. The more you know. Shooting. Oh, I don't think y'all were going to learn anything today, did you? Nope. Y'all, we were learning so much together. <laughs> this is fun. Um, and so Car- Caroline learns from this key that it 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 will open every door in the house. Yeah. Um, except for one inside of the attic, which she discovers when she's going to get Violet her her seeds for the garden one day. And she's in the attic exploring, being nosy, and she notices that this door that's blocked by this, like, um, by this, oh, what's the word? Damn it, we're having problems with words today. Words um, are um, I don't even shelf, remember. Shelf, shelf. Shelf? I okay. can't remember shelf. Right. Great, <laughs> wonderful. I'm losing my mind. Um, <laughs> it's blocked by a shelf. <laughs> and the, the doorknob is like rattling and there's all this craziness going on in there, which it's never really explained. Like, no. I was like, is someone living in there? What's going on? Um, And so she's like, uh-oh, something's really sneaky in there. I must find out. And, um, yeah, I'm trying to think what happens after that. It's like, it's, it's one of those movies where I'm like, I've seen it like 50 times. I'm like, I don't know what happened. It is very um, much one of those movies. Like the whole, like, yeah, I remember the, the, the first 20 minutes and the last 20 minutes are pretty ingrained in my head, but everything in between is yeah. just like her going to looking through the house and having these little like, um, passive aggressive <laughs> arguments with, um, but eventually she talks to Violet and they talk about like her history and family and yada yeah. yada a little bit and uh well yeah because eventually caroline does go into the secret room in the attic because she discovers yeah. that in the in the the lock of the secret door is a piece of a key that she can attach to the skeleton key that unlocks yeah. it 
And once she goes in, she finds like this creepy like mannequin that has its eyes and mouth sewn shut and all these like mm-hmm. pickled mm-hmm. body parts and shit. And all these records, these strange records. And one is called like The Conjuring of the Sacrifice. <laughs> and it's by someone named Papa Justify. And she's like, who is that? Yeah. And um, and so she has to take the record and hide it. And she brings it back to Jill and she's playing it. And Jill's like, what the fuck are you playing? And she's like, it's a new band. And she's like, no, it's not. And Jill explains to her that it's a hoodoo thing. And she's like, do you know what that is? And she's like, is it like voodoo? And she's like, no, because voodoo is a religion, but hoodoo is like magic. And the thing is, is that it doesn't work unless you believe in it. And then she says, here's this laundromat, which is actually the front of a who who do shop which will come into play later and jill's like too scared to go in there and caroline's like really you're scared and she's like yeah i'm not gonna mess mess with 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 that stuff and um and then eventually what caroline does is she decides to go into the attic and uncover all of the mirrors that Violet has taken out of the house and put them up. Like, what kind of <laughs> asshole is like, you know what? You've told me you don't want mirrors in your house. I'm going to stick some up anyway. It's going to brighten up the room. And Maybe Violet the, is not The thrilled. one thing that Violet was like, please don't do that. <laughs> yeah. She's pissed off, understandably. I think Violet's in the, in the right here. Mm-hmm. And Caroline's like, well, then tell me why you don't want the mirrors. And she's like, oh, my God. And I guess because so many people don't stay, she feels like she needs to tell her this. So she's yeah. like, okay, well, here's the story. Here's what, I, what I've heard. Way back in the day, the kids that we bought the house from were part of this very wealthy family. And they had these two servants, um, Papa Justify and uh, Mama uh, Cecile, I, I believe. Yeah, yeah. And they were practitioners of hoodoo. And there was this big party one night and ever everyone was getting really drunk and they decided, let's go tell the kids good night because that's what drunk people do, apparently. <laughs> and they're like, we can't find the kids. Where are the kids? And they finally find them and they're upstairs in this big circle with all these um, with all, all these candles and Papa and Mama are just like having a crazy old time teaching them some voodoo I, or Hoodoo, hoodoo. See, e- even I'm getting confused now. And um, and then they get really mad and they just decide to hang them at the party. Horrific. And then yeah. set them on fire. And and now Violet b- believes that their ghosts are haunting the house and that you can see them in the mirrors. That's why they don't want the mirrors. And she's like, now that you know this, I guess you'll leave like everybody else. And she's like, whatever they did to my husband, they're not going to do to me. And then there's like one point where Caroline's bathing Ben and she has her compact mirror and she's like, you can see them, can't you? And she's like showing it to him and he like flips out and she's like, okay, this must be real. So now what I've got to do is I've got to find a way to break this curse that the ghosts put on him. So she goes to the laundromat slash hoodoo store. Very convenient. It's your father's and, uh, curse that the curse. Sorry, <laughs> place got cursed in the first place. The first place. <laughs> and so she goes and she she talks to the lady behind the counter who's like, "Why do you need to be here?" And she's like, "There's this guy who, who I think he believes that a curse was placed on him. So how can I reverse the curse?" 
even though I think it's just kind of a psychosomatic thing. And she's like, okay, well, here's this little cigar box. I'm going to put all this stuff in here. Here's an incantation. Do this and he'll be fine. And so late that night, she gets this bowl and fills it up with water and goes into Ben's room and is like putting all these ingredients in there and pouring it all on him and then saying this incantation thing. And then all of a sudden he starts to be able to actually speak. It's working. And, and, and then unfortunately Violet has woken up from her nap in front of the TV and is coming toward, towards them. And like, he's not getting words out quickly enough. And she's all like, what are you scared of? And he starts pointing to Violet and he, and then she's like, Oh God, Violet's the one that's been doing this. Like she's, she's crazy. You know, and then so she goes and tells Luke and he's all like, I don't know about that. Like, I guess we'll just have to see what happens. <laughs> like, he doesn't really care. He's not really he's not a particularly big help here. And, yeah. um, sleepy Luke and, over uh, here. Poor sleepy Luke. Just sleepwalking through life. And she's noticed that Luke. there's this um, <laughs> good old swamp ass SARS guard over here. <laughs> Swamping it up. And uh, <laughs> so I think at this point, there's been uh, a discussion about how there's this red brick dust that if you place it over the, th- the threshold of your house or your door, it keeps out people who mean you harm. So yeah, now I mean, that she's thinking Violet's a baddie, she tries this out. Tries that. It's similar to salt and other magic, yes. you know, forms of magic. You know? Very much. And so there's like a scene where it's raining and her her roof is leaking in her room and she puts some down and covers it with a carpet so she won't know. And it's like, hey, can you come in here and look at this? And she's like, I can see it from here. And she's like, no, really, come <laughs> in here. And she's like, no, this, I'm this good. This scene is funny. And she's like, you're funny, Caroline. <laughs> It's like you're you're a funny one. Look, look at you. I'm gonna go it, make it tur- make some yeah. make some gumbo. <laughs> it turns into this like cat and mouse thing between them for the rest of the movie, basically. Very much so. And so then Caroline's like, okay, I gotta try some else here. So she decides to spike sugar cubes with tranquilizer <laughs> to knock her out so that she can save Ben. And so she she spikes them, and then they're having dinner. And she's like, you're not going to drink your tea? You don't want any sugar in your tea? And she's like, no, don't think I'm going to have any tonight. And she's like, God damn, <laughs> what good. the fuck am I going to do? She's like, shit. And so then um, the power goes out and she's like, is that the ghost? And she's like, no, nah, just the weather. So Violet leaves and takes the sugar cubes with her. And so she's like, motherfucker, this, how am I going to do this? So thankfully, she still has enough of the tranquilizer on her to just pour it into her tea while she's not looking. Yeah, and then Violet comes back and she starts drinking, and like they're having having words, and Caroline's kind of Im- implying that she thinks Violet is behind this, and Violet's getting really pissed, and she and she 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 goes to stand up, and she's like, "Oh, what have you done to me, child?" And then she like falls down and hits her head on a t- table, and then she, she pulls the, out this you spell, <laughs> "You oh whore," and she's like drawing chalk on the floor to like keep her out. And um, and then she pa- passes out bef- before she can complete the spell. Caroline mm-hmm. takes the protection spell, puts it in her pocket, and goes to save Ben. And wheels him out. And then gets in her car. It's pouring down rain. It's a horrible, 
thunderstorm and they get to the gate and it's locked and they don't have the key to unlock it. So she just like floors the car twice into the gate, which barely makes a dent. And then on her way back, she runs into like a garden fountain or something. I don't know. And just totals her car completely. So she's like, shit. All right, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to hide you in this shed. And then I'm going to go paddle my way to safety. And (laughs) here comes Violet with a fucking shotgun. And she's like, Caroline, Caroline, where are you, child? Just bang, bang. And uh, eventually she, she, she does paddle her way to some place that has humanity. Close by Luke, apparently. uh, Very close to Luke. Uh, She gets a ride back. And then (laughs) she goes and sees Luke and is all like, I've got it. She she just tried to kill me and and it's it's so bad blah 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 and um looks like okay uh we got to do something about this and then he gets a phone call from Violet and he's all like no I don't know where Caroline is what and then he he goes off and is like I need to record this and so he goes off and then um Caroline's exploring and she notices the song on the turntables very familiar she's heard it at the plantation before and she's like hmm that's weird and then she sees like all these like law books for dummies and stuff and she's like that's weird (laughs) and then all these pictures of her like he's been stalking her and she's like what the hell and then here comes luke strangling her and like knocks her out and he's all like good night child and then she's driving in the car with like a gag in her mouth and and they're going back to the plantation she's like motherfucker this is not not gonna be good and um so they get back there, and of course Violet's not thrilled, and sh- and she's like, "Where'd you stick Ben? Where is he?" And um, and she's not gonna tell. And um, eventually she's just like, "Yeah, he's uh, he's out in the shed." And so while Violet's gone, she persuades Luke to let um to let her go into her room where she has the brick dust, and get a picture of her father because she doesn't want to be sacrificed if she doesn't have her picture with her father and he's like all right fine and so he let let lets her go in there but then she slams the door and he can't get get in because of the dust and she like she escapes through a window and uses the glass to like cut the uh restraints on her hands and she runs back through the house and then grabs a bunch of the dust and just pours it over every threshold so they can't get in yeah unfortunately violet has already gotten in and she's upstairs and right as she's about to sprinkle the last of it out here comes violet coming through the door and she's like pounding her against 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 the wall it's like a full-on crazy fight and caroline just tosses her over the banister and she goes flying down the stairs breaks her legs luke's like freaking out he's like no and then Caroline grabs a phone and like runs into the attic and calls the police and she tells them where she is. And then she calls Jill and is like, Jill, you have have to come here. It's it. It's all real. It's all real. But here comes Violet just crawling up the stairs down the hall. And she rips out the uh, the phone, the phone cord and starts banging on the attic. And she's like, come on out, Caroline. And Caroline's like, okay, I've got to protect myself. So she runs up upstairs, looks at the spell that she stole from Violet, and starts to get all the stuff 
to create the spell. So so she's laying down the chalk and all the powder and cutting her hand and putting blood on the floor and chopping off a piece of her hair and stuff. And then Violet comes in and she's all like, child, I believe you broke my legs. <laughs> she's, and Caroline's like, well, uh, at, at, at least I've made a spell of protection, so you can't come near me. And and she's like, "Oh, child, you dumbass! You're just like that's that's not what that does. Actually, it just prevents you from leaving the circle. So you've just like you know, lock yourself dumbass. in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then she crawls up and grabs this mirror, and all of a sudden, like her reflection appears, and then the reflection of the child that we saw in the flashbacks, and then Mama says. Cecile appears so it's like they're all three in the mirror and you're like what is going on and then she just like tosses the mirror at Caroline and it explodes in her face and she is like knocked out and all the electricity starts to flicker and everything comes back on oh and something about like uh, Caroline has to believe in it for for it to actually work and she's like I don't believe in it I don't believe believe, in it she believed in it so she believes unfortunately and um then Caroline wakes up on the floor and then she walks over to Violet and grabs one of her cigarettes and lights up and is like, thank you, child. And you're like, what the fuck is happening? And then here comes Luke and he's like, hey, looks like it went well. And she's like, I told you I wanted a black one this time. And he's like, well, they never stay. They 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 always leave. And he's, he's like, I think you'll be fine in this body. And you're like, wait, what? And it turns out that Violet has was actually the child that was possessed by Cecile back back in the day. And Luke is Papa Justify, who had transferred himself into into the child, but he's transferred himself into a lo- a lawyer here. So now yeah. they have these newfangled bodies to do whatever they want with, so that they'll never die. They'll just keep switching bodies, and then like the the uh the ambulance comes the police comes um jill comes and she's all like caroline what happened and she's and caroline slash cecile now is like uh who are you (laughs) yeah she has a moment where she's like this is your i'm your (laughs) roommate and and she's like oh fiddlesticks i should have known and she's all like why don't you go and ride with miss Devereaux?" in the ambulance and she's like that sounds fine and then you can see in the ambulance violet and ben which are both in parentheses because it's really you know luke and caroline and they just give them they give each other these looks like uh what the fuck are we gonna do like we're so doomed (laughs) And and then they just you know take them away and that's the movie. <laughs> that's the movie. Such a downer. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how this ending would play today. Uh, only because the villains are, I mean, on the one hand, they, yeah, they are a black couple who were, you know, uh, put through hell. Yeah, as, unjustly you know, killed. Unjustly killed. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, they did possess these kids. And yeah. that, you know, so they actually did part in to that degree like they did what they were accused of doing um right and are basically the villains throughout the whole movie even though 
uh, Kate Hudson's nosiness is what ultimately gets her killed. Yeah, it's, so it's like, I don't I mean, know if, if this would really... kind of her fault. <laughs> it is kind of like, her fault. Um, I don't want a victim blame here, but I mean, <laughs> you could have just stayed out of the attic. <laughs> it's one of those things where like, I love these characters, like this Papa Justify character and this Mama Cecilia character, yeah. and just like the fact that they do, like, are getting revenge and stuff and all this. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know how that would play today. Like we've had, we've seen the reverse of that yeah. in um, Get Out. Get and, Out, um, yeah, which yeah. I remember a lot of people compared to this movie because I mean I guess the sort of concept of that bo- body ho- hopping thing is sort of mm-hmm. s- similar, I guess. Similar, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. I don't know. Uh, it, it, it works in the context of the plot. I, I think, it, I think yeah. like Eve said, it's like the more you think about it, it's like maybe a little problematic in some ways, but it does work in what they're doing here, you know? But, yeah. Cause I mean, you, you do wonder like, okay, like did, of course with Caroline, she doesn't have any family. Yeah. So the odds of them getting caught with her wouldn't, it, it wouldn't really be much of a problem. But with Luke, I'm I'm assuming he must not have had a family either. I guess they go at, after those that don't have any connections, so that maybe they're not called as much. I don't know. I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. I just think it's such a ballsy ending, though. I really love it's ballsy. It's just... it, but yeah, it it's a little bit of like white white people in peril and white people involved in voodoo and yada yada yada. And here's the black people who are wanting to switch bodies with them and yada yada yada. So that's. But at the same time, it's like good for them, you know. I, yeah, like I'm good glad them, that you know, they kind of got their goal. At the they end. got their revenge. I, that's this is the thing, folks. Not... You know, these discussions I think can have multiple layers here. It doesn't have to be all one thing yeah. or the other, you know. So there's that. It's yeah. complicated. You it know, is complicated. Because it's like, yeah. okay, they're they're doing a bad thing, I guess, you know. But I mean, you know, they. They didn't have the best life, and right. they're just trying to get some re- re- revenge. I can understand yeah. it, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like Kate Hudson didn't really do anything wrong, but no, oh, well. not really. <laughs> other Nothing than being punishable nosy, like by law. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess no- nosy is not a crime yeah. necessarily, but and we don't know about the Luke guy. Maybe he was a terrible lawyer but we don't know but maybe he was maybe <laughs> yeah. he acquitted so many murderers and that's why they picked him like let's get this asshole you know right it's possible he doesn't deserve his body yeah you know we'll yeah we'll have to do something about the sleepy eyes but besides <laughs> that he's great <laughs> get some cosmetic surgery a little nip tuck here and there you know that that brings up another question do you think they get like plastic surgery if they start to age like like, let's keep uh, up this body for just a little bit longer. Or, like, when be. they hit, like, 40 or 50, they're like, eh, better get out of this one, you know? Yeah, it's hard to say. They haven't done this too much. Because um, no. they they stayed in these bodies pretty long. To Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. But, and, and see, like, if they're taking Caroline and Luke yeah. in the bodies of Ben and Violet to, hmm. like, a hospital what's going to happen when they are like, um, so actually my name's Caroline and I'm really like 25. Yeah. Like, are they just, 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 just going to be like, Oh, you've got the dementia, poor thing. Do or they, are they going to pay attention? Do they explain that? Like, do they yeah. have to keep these other two alive? Is that part of the spell yeah. or something? I don't understand. That's, like, I don't understand, understand because there's a little, there's some loose ends there. Like what if yeah. they start speaking? Like I know as a society, unfortunately, a lot of us don't take, elderly people seriously especially when they get to be of a certain age and they do start to ramble and talk about somewhat crazy things right so is that what it's going to be just like let's stick y'all in a nursing home 
and let you live out the rest of your days there. Yeah. Or it, like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't is, know if they thought this through. <laughs> it's kind of sad because it comes sort of full circle with her because she worked in a nursing home and saw all the horrors and now yeah, she's going to be stuck in true. one. And, uh, uh, oh God, that's even more depressing. I just thought of that. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That would have been a great ending, like her being read a story in a nerve a nursing home, just like what what she did in the first scene. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. That's bleak. It is. <laughs> wow. But I do Dark. love the ending. Though. It's like it's like a weird like Tales from the Crypt episode or. It something. does have that kind of vibe so, to it. Where, yeah. If only Car- Caroline was like a worse person. It would it would really feel that that way because you know how in like tales from from the crypt the lead character is always a piece of shit yeah like yeah. they like ch- cheated on their husband and like killed a kid or some shit and then it's mm-hmm. like they're trying to cover it up but yeah. then fate has other plans for them yeah they get their comeuppance at the end maybe yeah. Caroline should have been like someone who stole things from the people that she nursed. You know, like money and credit, credit, credit cards, and I think that might have jewelry. Uh, again, this is part of our "what if" podcast, right? Our, yeah. You know. <laughs> if Caroline was more of a monster, she, then it would have been like. <laughs> I think it would have been an even better movie. Yeah. <laughs> that could have worked, you know. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but hmm. I, I like what they did here. I still had a good time watching it last night, and and, yeah. and like you said, it is very well directed. It it's is. got a it great is. look and yes. lots of stormy scenes, which, which I love. There's nothing yep. like a southern storm mm-hmm. really cranks up that mood. Plenty of swamp ass and southern storms. And lots of swamp ass. <laughs> Everybody gets swamp ass. You get swamp ass. You get swamp ass. <laughs> Everybody gets wobbles. <laughs> yeah, that's the skeleton key. Um, yeah, is it streaming anywhere? It's a new I don't skeleton know. key too. Um, I think I saw it was on Peacock. Oh, on the Peacock. Do I have an overlooked gem? I know you did last week, so I'm trying to think if I can come up with something this week. Um, think, I watched. Think. I know. I watched one called The Transfiguration recently. It's from 2016 that I liked. There's a troubled teen. His name is Milo. He has this fascination with vampire lore. Um, he like stalks these people and drains their blood just randomly. It is very much like um, Martin, that movie from the seventies. I was, was uh, going to say it sounds like a remake movie. of Martin. Very similar. Um, there's also a lot of this like self awareness in it, where like he's watching all this like Fright Night stuff at times, or all these other vampire movies, and he's obsessed with all this. Um, but it's it's never really clear if he's a vampire or not. It's it, very likely he's not because he lives with his brother. And there's all this sort of family drama as well, where their mom has died. And there's all this gang violence in the area as well. So he gets sort of sucked into that. And it's it's one of those movies that's more of a drama, um, but it has these really horror elements. And when they when they do hit, it really like slaps you in the face with it. And this this girl moves in and she also has a lot of problems. She's being like abused by her stepfather, if I remember right. And um, they form this close connect- connection and he starts to realize, hey, maybe I could actually be a normal person and not this little, like, you know, kind of psychopath <laughs> that um, he is. Uh, and, uh, but it might be too late because maybe he will have done too much damage by then. But you have to watch and find out, folks. Psychopaths always think the love of someone is going to save them. It's going to save It rarely does. Life. It rarely yeah. does. Yeah. He's, he, he's portrayed as... Um, not completely irredeemable. Like he does these bad things, but you do feel for him and the fact that he is growing up in this really bad environment and 
the nurture versus nature thing. It's like, is he this way because of where he was raised and all these gangs and everything else? Or is, you know, is it just he was born like with the be a psychopath type thing? You know, who knows? Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, we're checking out. It uh, surprised me a little bit. I had heard about it and uh, really low budget, but really well done. And I liked it. So there's that. Transfiguration. I like that. Transfiguration. It. it doesn't do it. It's just a key. It doesn't. I, I, sorry. It's just, I'm still on that, but it's like, it's just a regular key. It doesn't do anything. It's just, it's not what a magical key. What do you want it key. to do, Kevin? Yeah, what I want do it you to be want this key to do? Some sort of magical key. Do you want key. it to sing? <laughs> like you would think it'd be some sort of like huge plot device. Like, I don't know, but it's like, it's just a key that she gave her. And it's like, it unlocks doors. I don't <laughs> Do you want it to be like a time traveling key? I, yes, I do. I do. <laughs> I just feel like there's so many other titles for the movie that you could like. On the one hand, I do think it 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 like distracts you and thinks that okay, maybe this key is about the the plot and there is magic going on mm. here. But it's so in that regard, I guess it's effective. But like, I just feel like there's so many other things you could have titled the movie that like I don't know about that was about something that was more consequential than a little key. But I don't know. I mean, I don't see what's wrong with the title, Gina, Get Your Gun. I yeah, mean, I that think that would be is enough perfect. to bring me in. <laughs> I mean, just her on the poster with a shotgun in, yeah. in the rain. Come on. Throw in an exclamation mark day. if you really want to yeah. grab me. <laughs> Not just Gina, Get Your Gun. Gina, Get Your Gun! Gun! <laughs> angry. Angry. Get bang, bang. <laughs> That's the tag. The tagline. Just bang, How about bang. Uh, Swamp Ass! Exclamation mark. <laughs> Swamp ass. <laughs> a tale of terror. <laughs> Wes Craven's Swamp Ass. <laughs> that sounds more like a Wes Craven pre- presents film. Though. <laughs> it does. That's Wes Craven. Wes more. Craven presents. Wes Craven just presents. Swamp he just slapped ass. his name on there. They paid him three bucks. He was like, great. Cool. You can use my name. We have like a crossover film with Dracula 2000 and New Orleans. And it's like the Swamp Ass. Oh, my ass God. Movie. Oh, <laughs> Of the potential. The swamp ass monster has to fight Dracula and it's <laughs> There should be like a parody of swamp swamp thing that's just called swamp ass. Yes. Why is that not I think been so. done? I think so. At least like a porn parody at, at the very least. Come on. <laughs> That'd be a nasty porn, but <laughs> there's a lid for every pot. Our people are <laughs> into a lot of things, let me tell you. We don't judge. We just no think you're disgusting. <laughs> and you have every right to be. <laughs> yeah, we're so proud of your disgusting choices. Yes, we will fight for your rights. <laughs> when the Supreme Court tries to take away your right to eat swamp ass, we will be like, no. <laughs> let have them have that it. Right. Let, let them eat swamp. Let them eat swamp ass. <laughs> <laughs> like Mar- 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 Maria Antoinette over here. Let them eat swamp ass. <laughs> If I was going to run for office, that is the platform <laughs> I would preach the most campaign about. Campaign slogan. <laughs> Let them eat swamp ass. I think I'd get tens of votes, really. <laughs> at least, at least. Yeah, it'd be great in the Bible Belt. They'd love that. <laughs> like, you're you're right. Let them eat swamp ass. It's good for you. Yeah. I survived yeah. off swamp ass for three whole years. I'm fine. <laughs> little infection but it's cool it'll, it'll heal they keep telling me it's fine clear up with some antibiotics yeah that's why they made them mm-hmm. you've got your vaccines eat swamp ass <laughs> if you don't maybe don't do it i don't know nobody's telling you have to <laughs> no <Yeah. laughs> that's all 
I guess, for this week. Um, <laughs> that <Yeah>. was our... <laughs> Thank you for joining us on our tale of swamp ass. <laughs> you didn't know you were going to get the swamp ass tour, did you? No, you usually have to pay extra for that. Swamp but. ass by Herb, Herblingler. Herblingler. Yes. Herblingler. Herblingler. <laughs> um, we'll be back next week, probably. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, whatever we cover, something folly, maybe something still swampy. We'll, we'll, we'll decide. Oh, yeah, we'll figure it out. In the meantime, you can follow us on all of our places, all of our swampy places. Um, mm-hmm. There is uh, Facebook, Twitter, the swampiest of them all, um, HOHH Podcast. <laughs> There's Instagram that's a little less swampy, but still pretty <laughs> pretty vile. Um, that is um, Homos on Haunted Hill. That is all one word. Um, letterboxed. And uh, I don't know, other places too, probably. Um, like we said, we took a break from our Patreon, but maybe that'll be back at some point. And uh, thanks for your support, as always. And uh, yeah, yes. Um, happy like official spooky fall Halloween season this week. So that's exciting. Yes. Oh, isn't this exciting? I love this time of year. Like yeah, October through December, best time mm-hmm. of the year. Yes. Every year. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyone who disagrees, well, you're wrong. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm so sorry for your loss because <laughs> yeah. it's it's a great time. It's wonderful. <laughs> It's fantastic. It's the most <laughs> wonderful time of the year. It is. It's the it swamp, is. swampiest season of all. All right. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, let's uh, go hang out with Gina Rollins while she's still oh, with yeah. us. And, uh, while she's lucid. Yeah, she's 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 here right now, actually. Why, hello. Why? <laughs> Child, I believe my ass is swampy. <laughs> Can you Gina, do the Col- Gina. Can you do the Kidman? Is that the Kidman? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm so swamp ass. Oh god, I can't. What is wrong with you, Kevin? <laughs> okay, 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 we're done. Okay. Swamp ass. <laughs> okay. It's Keith, not me. Stop. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm done now. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>